Blog Talk Radio. In my helmet, cleats, and shoulder pads Standing in the huddle Listening to the call Fans going crazy for the boys of fall Hey everybody, welcome to the fifth quarter Coach Johnson I'm your host, Dave Johnson Uh Tonight's our 10th week doing the show. It's hard to believe it's been that long since we started doing this little thing. Uh, it's been real interesting, a lot of fun. I'd like to thank J.C. Hawksworth Network for making it happen and uh, for all the people that listen or tune in and have all the questions and call-ins and all that. It makes makes it real interesting. You know, it's just um, we do it just because it's fun and uh, what we like and talk about. Uh, women's football and little different leagues and things like that. So thank everybody for tuning in that does uh, listen and help us out. Um, and now I want to talk about, you know, what it means to you ladies, women, girls, however you want to say it, to be playing tackle football when you've been told your whole life that you can't. And uh, I know there is some exceptions out there. Um, I can't name them all. I don't know them. I mean, we've actually got a girl on our team that's played on the boys' high school team. But for the most part, you know, they've been told they can't play. And that, whether that be either by coaches or their parents or both or, or whatnot. So, you know, I'd, I'd like to um, hear some thoughts and ideas and questions from you girls out there that may have uh, come across this growing up and uh, see what your thoughts are on it. You know, my, myself, I, I mean, I started playing football when I was in second grade. Now I'm old now, but, you know, it was, the to me, the greatest uh, sport, team sport that there ever was. And uh, I just, you know, for people, as I was growing up in school, hey, I'm going to play, I might not play, you know. There, there's, there's no options like that for me. I mean, I just, I couldn't imagine ever um, having football in my life. And, and I know a lot of you women uh, now are the, are the same way, you know. And, and that's, uh, that's what I'm wanting to hear and what I'm wanting to find out. What, what keeps you going? What keeps that fire burning in your stomach? You know, what, what makes you want to play beyond your years, you know, I mean, shoot, I quit playing when I was 18, and, and um, rather than playing some backyard football, um, haven't, haven't touched, played a game in 29 years, you know, and it's hard to believe, and um, it's hard to believe I've been away from the actual game of playing that long, but it, but it is, and, you know, <clears throat> this is a way for me, uh, coaching women's football, and having having this league and 
it seems like it, it's a way for me to, you know, re-familiarize with um, the way way I like to do things when I was young, and, um, things that we did. And, you know, it's so much different. People people say, oh, you know, what's it like? And, and in all reality, it all looked the same, you know, besides the, you know, if you didn't know a lot of it was women, you wouldn't know. But, you know, it's so much different, really, that it, it, it takes time to really understand women's football. So, and I'm still learning. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I'm no pro or, or anything. I'm I'm still learning all the time of the ins and outs and how things, you know, work. And we try different ways of doing things and um Always up for ideas. I'm not gonna say I'm gonna use them, but you know I sure listen because it may be something that that would help us out. And you know that goes back as far as the way we practice, uh, when we practice, uh, where we practice. I mean we try to we try a bunch of different things, trying to find a medium ground that can make our team better and grow. And you know. All these guys, I mean, they're just a practice, practice, practice. You get done school, you're practicing. And it ain't that way. It may be with some teams. Now, I can't speak for other teams, but teams that I know of, it's not that way. So that makes it tough. And, you know, a lot a lot of you girls didn't get started to well over in your 30s. And, you know, shoot, that's a, uh, for an NFL running back, they're about to retire at 30, you know, 10 good years and NFL running back is, is all they last. So, um, you know, for, for a lot of you girls, you didn't get started these 30 or, or maybe even more than that. Um, you know, what, uh, what, what makes you want to play? What keeps you wanting to play? What drives you? What, you know, I know when I played, you get that fire burning in your stomach. You know, before game day, I, I can remember I didn't need a thing. I was so nervous before we played a game. Even though I played on a team that wasn't any good, it still was there. You know, I can't imagine being able to play on the kind of teams that, that I've had here with Tri-Cities Thunder and being successful as we have. Um, you know, that was always a dream when I played was to play on those good teams, and it never happened, but it didn't change my approach to the game. So, you know, that's what I want to, you know, ask some of you girls. You're not being fortunate to play on teams like that. So what keeps that drive alive? What keeps that fire burning, you know? Because um, there's, there's a lot of times when it's just easy to quit. And if there's something I cannot stand, it's somebody just to quit, you know. Now, I'm not going to call you a quitter if you play one year and don't play the next. But if you leave me in mid-season or you order your uniform, you've been playing, whatnot, you leave us high and dry, I'm calling you a quitter. I just don't understand how that can happen, how you can just quit something that you say you love, that you put so much work into, um, how, how you can just give up on it. So, you know, that's my that's my thing tonight is, is I wanted to find out how these, uh, uh, you know, what what keeps you going. You know, and there's some of these girls, you know, starting a 16-year-old. I don't exactly like to say no to <clears throat> some of them names or teens or what, but like I heard that there was a 16-year-old girl started in Missouri, maybe it's Kansas City, uh, somewhere out there uh, at quarterback, you know. Shoot, that's phenomenal. 
phenomenal. Her her future surely looks bright, you know, and that that's great. That's the way, you know. I'd like to get them all at that way and and teach them once you want them to learn the right way versus, you know, everybody that uh, it comes in contact is a coach. You know, that's one thing that I I hated when I was a young kid growing up that all the guys that played. Their daddies was refs, or their daddies was coaches. And if you played their team or they was on their team, I mean, you knew what was going to happen. And uh, I ain't that way at all. And I don't like that kind of stuff. And I think that, you know, a lot of times these, these parents burn these kids out and, and then, you know, by not ever letting them compete, then they just fall them in their own way. So, you know, I'm – I'm sure that it, you know, it can happen in women's. I mean, I know I've been in contact with the, a lot of women's uh, brothers and husbands or whatever, and they all are coaches. They all know everything, you know, and, and you can't teach them anything because they've done, been told this, that, and other. And we like to start with the very, very basic and work up. Once you take one step, we like to move to another step. Once you take and so on. So, you know, what keeps you, you know, you get frustrated and uh, that kind of stuff. So I want, uh, you know, I want y'all to send me some questions to call in, um, find out exactly what keeps the fire burning for you girls. Uh, call in number 657-383-1020 or radio.jchawk.com. So uh, you can send your questions there. Um, I would like to uh, um, have an announcement here. The Sacramento Sirens are going to have another tryout on October 7th at 9 a.m. at the Curtis Park in Sacramento, California. $25 for new recruits, uh, 15 for veterans not on the 2017 roster. You can uh, check out their uh, Facebook page for additional info. That's at Sacramento Sirens Women's tackle football. You know, these um, um I wish that these crowds would get bigger as far as not just necessarily uh people trying out. I mean that too, but uh, you know, people coming to watch and uh, of course we had a tryout um two or three weeks ago and our next one is October fifteenth at Indian Trail Middle School at two PM in Johnson City. We actually had a pretty uh decent crowd of people there that I'm not sure they knew what was going on, but they were uh, they were watching us, you know, and, and checking it out. But a few people riding by on bike, exercising, wanted to come over and talk and check it out. So, you know, anytime that, that we can gain ground in uh, women's football, then then we're all ahead. I know everybody uh, gets tired of me saying that, and there's there's some teams I know that have bad blood between my team and. They're a team, but still, yet at the end of the day, we're all on the same page, and we got to figure out a way to try to get along to to make this sport grow if we're ever going to keep it going. Um, also, I'd like to welcome the Carolina Queens to the U.S. WFL um, for 2018. Uh, they're a good team. We're looking forward. To them joining us and, and get the ball rolling. So uh, um, we're hunting, you know, like I say, we're hunting new teams and hoping to build a good, solid league and make sure everybody plays their games and do everything in our power um, to make this 
not just great for one team, but for every team. Now, I know that's tough, and I've been, you know, been challenged about it, and that's that and other. But the bottom line is we can only try, and we can only go with what satisfies the majority of these teams. And, and I know some people, uh, they're always, you know, it's always a majority thing when you, when you get left out, you, you feel, you know, just exactly that left out or, or your, your opinion don't matter. And, and it does matter, but I mean, there's no way that we can get every single team that's going to be joining us and every single coach or player or owner or whatever to agree on the same thing. So, uh, you know, we're we're doing our best, and uh, that's that's all we're going to continue to do. I hope we, you know, get several teams and uh, roll on. Uh, so, uh, let's get started on these questions tonight. Uh, I think we actually missed one from last week, and I want to apologize to Lauren Clark for that if uh, it wasn't intentional. Uh, so, her question is. She's going to start a team in Eastern North Carolina, 2019, I presume, and uh, wants to know what's the most important thing to starting a team. Well, for, first and foremost, for for me, and being that I was going to coach it, uh, was players. But if I'm telling you, I, I want to get a solid coach in the position to take it, take the reins and that be the one person that has to say yay or nay, no matter what. Uh, take your time when you're finding one. Make sure it's the right guy, girl, whatever you decide. It, uh, it don't matter. Make sure that that's the right person for you because I'm going to tell you, changing up coaches, just, it, it just kills the team. And especially women, it's just devastating to you. And uh, you know, I know teams that been in existence as long as we have, and they done been through about eighteen, twenty coaches or whatever. And it it, it, it just destroys. Um, so finding you a good coach, and then you know, let him or her find their assistants or whatever. And then the next thing you got to have is players. I mean, you got to start on those players right away. And I'm going to tell you, just from our experience, and I don't know about anything over your way, and I hope it's not, but, you know, we started actually, football started in April, and Jennifer didn't play that year, and we started in May recruiting for the next year, and it was tough. I mean, at one point time, we'd have 25 or 30, and then, you'd have uh, another practice or tryout, you might have eight or ten and never hear from those people. So, you know, it, it's really tough. And, hey, that's still, to me, today, that's still the same thing uh, that I'm concerned with today is, is getting players. So, you know, it's it's no different. I mean, we had uh, we have probably the most returning players our last tryout is we've ever had. Uh but I think in the end, we only had probably one new girl. Um, so, you know, it, it's tough. I mean, you know, everybody's always, you know, the for me, everything is always more important. You've always, I've got to go here, I've got to go there, I've got to do this, I've got to do that. 
Well, you know, whatever happened to, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play football, and that's the most important thing right now. And I'm going to bear down on it, and I'm going to be great about it. So, you know, I look at things a little bit different than other people. Um, but, uh, Lauren, first and foremost, I would definitely find a, a coach, PSC, whatever it's up to you, whatever your preference, whoever you can get, and make sure that they're the right person for you. Make sure that y'all are on the same page no matter what. And one of you is going to have to give in to who has the has the power to override or whatever. One person needs to be in charge, and that's it. You can't have two or three people in charge trying to make decisions. So find your coach, start recruiting players, uh, start trying to raise money because it's going to cost you a lot from ground zero. Uh, people don't understand what it costs to uh, play football games at these stadiums because most of the time you're playing in high school stadiums. Nobody wants you to play there, period. So it's like pulling teeth. It costs a lot of money. Make sure you got your ducks in a row. Um, you know, I'm not I'm not trying to get in anybody's business, but I know if I was starting a team for 2019, I'd be on it right now. So uh, I wish you luck. I uh, hope you find what you're hunting for. Uh, there's always uh, room for a new team. You know, people, we got to have them. We need them in these areas where there's not as many to keep down some of this travel. You know, we got to figure out some medium ground here to uh, find some games with these other leagues or uh, come together or something. I mean, it's all about, for me, and, and I know a lot of people, it's all about women's football. And, and when you can help women's football by, by getting the parity right, getting the travel cut down, um, having, uh, having nice places to play, things like that, it's always a plus. So, hey, good luck to you. All right, and uh, another coach, Coach Jay says uh, he's uh, coaches women's football. Says, how do you uh, keep them from from getting burned out? Well, you know, we we do. I learned from a year or two ago that that having. So many practices when you don't get enough there to really practice is you're just spinning your wheels. And the ones that need to hear what needs to be said are always the ones that are never there. And the ones that are always there always seem to have to listen to what the others should be listening to. And it don't take long before you have to realize, hey, we can't have two or three practices with six or seven here. We need to have one practice with all 20 of them here, whatever you got. And uh, that that's one thing that I learned about not getting these girls burned out. You know, make it fun. I mean, after our tryout the other day, um, we divided up and played two-hand touch, seven-on-seven. Seven. Um, you know, of course, it's teammates, but it was a little heated battle. It was evenly matched, and uh, that's the kind of stuff that, you know, you keep them from getting uh, burned out. And, uh, you know, how do you, another question, how do you change up your practices and keep them interesting? Well, you know, we try to we try to work on different things every day in practice. Uh, I mean, a lot of it is the same, but throughout the practice we want to get into different things, um, try to mix it up. And, uh, you know, we, uh, we like to 
uh, kick extra points when we can, kick field goals. We got a couple pretty good field goal kickers. So, you know, at a lot of end of practice, we work on special teams. Um, not any certain day at this point ever, you know, we think we, we can really use it. And uh, uh, we work on each uh, defense, offense, special teams. You know, that's the only that's three phases you got. And uh, we work on all those probably not as much as we'd like to because we don't get to practice as much as we'd like to. But, again, you know, I'll take one day or two days of having the majority of the players there versus – three or four days when only a handful are there because most of the time those handful are never <laughs> the ones you need there at the same time. So um, that's what we do. Um, I don't know, you know, if that's the answer you're hunting or uh, whatnot. Hope it helps you out. So um, keep that in mind. Hey, I'm always up for new ideas myself. So anybody, you know, got something out there want to share, we're, we're welcome to them. We're all ears. Okay, let's see what we got here. Is they played two seasons starting at age forty. What do you notice about younger players versus older players? Well, what what I notice for one one thing is you know you don't see the the younger players you see out there um, doing stuff that get like this when if you watch your kid or your nephew or niece or whatever playing uh, t-ball, and uh, they're out there just wandering around, not half paying attention and this, that, and other. It ain't that extreme, but you get a lot of young players, and they're out there, you know, doing more things to to wear themselves out, and, they, and the older veteran players, you know, they're sort of uh, just taking it all in, just trying to conserve their energy. Um, you know, I keep, I keep saying, you know, we need to – build these uh, teams through young players, and, and I really believe that. But I'm going to tell you, the older players on these teams is is where I see the, the, a lot of the really playing going on. So, you know, and I, and I think it's that culture, and that's, that's just my opinion. I, I think it's just the way that, you know, they're coming um, – they're coming up, being brought up, and, um, you know, um, you can just be serious about it. I think then that's another thing. I think that the, the older players are are uh, more serious than the young players. So that's that's a lot of it right there. And uh, I think when, you, when you've been around them, uh, I ain't going to say forever like I have, but when you've been around them for three or four years, five, whatever you want to call it, that's, that's the biggest thing that I see. And, you know, everybody don't have the um, same ideas and the opinions that I have about about women's football. And I'll tell you, I had to learn. Because the first time I ever seen women's football uh, was in Chattanooga. And Jim had been playing, been practicing with them. And I went down there and watched it, and it was a, most disorganized thing I'd ever seen in my life. And from that point on, I just, you know, it just really, because I'd always been involved around organized stuff, and you had a, you know, you had a schedule. You, here's what you did at this point, that point, blah, blah, blah. And it was just like, I mean, now they're there, here, there, everywhere. And, um, of course, I mean, shoot, it was the greatest thing for it. 
get to play a whole year of football, and um, she'd always wanted to play. So it was a great thing for her. Not so sure it's a great thing for me because it, it drove me crazy. Um, I just let her think. Couldn't hardly stand it. And there was a couple of, you know, I got to know a couple of the uh, guy, the women was playing their husbands, and and we'd shoot the ball through practice or whatever, and you know, and just things that I just don't believe in. You know, they did. And, um, these these guys, their wives have been playing forever. And, both of them great guys. Both their wives great players. Um, not sure that they liked what was going on, but never really did anything to change it. But uh, you know, I'll, I'll never forget the uh, first. I don't know. They get had to go play their first game, and them two guys asked me, "Hey, how many games do you think we'll win this year?" I said, "I doubt you win a game, period." Oh no, you don't know women's football. So you're right, I don't. But if there's if there's any teams out there worse than what I'm looking at here, and, and uh, if women's football is in bad shape, and uh, and it wasn't that they got plenty of good players down there. It's just the fact that they were disorganized. Nobody, um, they had a coach. I don't, I don't know the guy. He seems to be a winner, won a lot of games. I guess it's just the work for him, but it, it just sure wouldn't work for me. And, uh, you know, the better players just showed it and, um, stand out like I thought they should. And, um, those guys said, oh, no, you don't know this coach. He don't lose. He will win five games. Well, they won one game. So um, I, I knew I knew a little bit about football. I wasn't plumb crazy. So, um, and it never was our dream to start a team. It just got to where, you know, even the fun part of it for them for just wasn't she wasn't having fun just because of the way things were. She was driving 225 miles one way just to practice. So, you know, when you're driving that far, you, you sure want a little bit of seriousness going on with, uh, with the players and the coaches and, and the whole organization. So that's how we got into women's football. Uh, Jennifer's 32 years old, I think, when she started playing. And, uh, you know, if we'd have known about it sooner, she'd have been playing sooner. So, uh, all you girls that are are young, and I mean, sixteen year old, out here playing, if you're listening, you should thank your lucky stars because you got some of these girls like this girl uh, who ever just asked that question was forty years old. Uh, some of these girls don't even get started that are in their late thirties and uh, just you know wish wish they'd had the opportunity that these young girls have. And then, you know, some of these young girls I know just take and throw it out the window, you know. So it's it's uh, it's tough. And that's why, you know, that was my main topic for tonight. What does it really mean to, to play, you know? What, uh, what would you do to play? You know, what would you what – would, what could possibly keep some of you girls from playing? other than, you know, broken bones or what. I mean, I know um I know Jennifer I think it was the first first year we had team, probably maybe the second game. I don't know, third game toward meniscus and ACL and M C L and all that and she sat out the rest of that game and another whole game because we didn't exactly know what was going on and uh, once she finally had an MRI 
they said uh, it was already told I couldn't do surgery for a while. And she she put a knee brace on, wrapped that thing up, played. Now, there was times she was in some serious pain. Um, doctor said, hey, the damage is done. You can't do any more damage. And, you know, as it turned out, I think she did because it popped in and out. She'd um, like to die when it did. But, you know, that that's just wanting to play. And that's, that's what I'm saying is, is what kind of, what fuels you, you know, what fuels all you girls that, to, to really to want to play? You know, not everybody um, has that kind of uh, drive entitlement. I never told her to play or not play. I left that strictly up to her. Um, you know, I, I tell any girl, hey, you, you want to play? It's up to you. You know, I ain't going to let nobody go out there at the leg flopping. But, you know, there, sometimes you just get a little, a few nicks and bangs, and you know what? You just got to play through them. Um, we see too much of this Saturday and Sunday uh, ball playing on TV has gone a little bit far for me. Um, I know when I played, you know, you, you play no matter what. I mean, you know, you I'm, who knows how many concussions I had, and it ain't hurt me today. So I'm not a big, you know, fan on a lot of that stuff. And, um, every little thing seems to keep all these big, stout, guys out, and I see these little women playing through a lot of stuff that they did, and it sort of just, uh, you know, it's just unbelievable what it's became, and that's why I like women's football, uh, because we, you know, not me, but y'all play because you love the game, not because you're um, guaranteed millions. I'm sure you'd like to be, and I wish you could be, but you know what? I mean, you just think of this. If, if that's what money's going to do to you, turn you to, to the attitude those guys got, do we really want that? I mean, my, my goal is for, you know, my girls to not to have to spend a dime and just to play and travel and all that. And it's just so tough to, to get any help for that. Uh, maybe someday we can, but, you know, the the fire has gone from from men's football. I'm just here to tell you, um, you know they they quit in college just like they do any anywhere else, and, and uh, you know they can't stay out of trouble. Um, it's it's you know uh, to me we're on the rise in, in women's football. I know slowly but surely nobody knows about it. People don't care about it, but. If we keep heading in the right direction, we're on our way up. And uh, all this other stuff's on its way down. Um, people just get tired of I mean, every week. I know a lot of you people out there play fantasy football, and you can't even play it because half the time your players are on injured reserve for who knows what, you know. So it's just, it's, I know it's a business. I know it's a big business. But, you know, to me, it's a sport. And, you know, I, I think they've taken this forward that uh, old guys like me really love and that uh, made it something that, that I just can't understand to watch anymore. You know, I can't even understand to listen to. You listen to these analysts and, and all this, and, and I'm thinking, you know what? These, these quarterbacks, they get paid more in one game than a lot of these uh, 
old guys like Ray Nitt, he probably some of them never heard of him. He probably they probably make more in the game he ever made his whole life. And he was out there, I mean, some of those guys back in the day played offense and defense, you know, so yeah, I mean I get it, uh, everything goes, but you know, that that's why I'm still um, you know, a believer in this right here is because Everybody, now there might be some women, I won't clarify, but there might be some women out there get paid. I don't know. Like I said, I don't keep up with social media, and I'm not up to date with all these players, young players, who plays for who. But as a whole, all these girls are playing because they love to play. They want to win a championship. They want to hoist up that trophy. They want to get them ringed. That, that's why, that's what makes football a great sport, and that's why, you know, that I'm uh, uh, very proud of, of where I've helped uh, grow women's football, too, and I'm not saying it's a very big margin, but from when uh, I first got into it to now, is uh, it has grown a lot, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm proud of that, the things we try to do. Uh, on our team and uh, with our team and with the organization and the league and and all that, it, it's all for you know for women's football. It ain't just for uh, one team or you know trying to gain uh, any more status over another. So you know it's it's just what it is. And to me, it's a sport that that I love and have always loved. And I know there's women out there that have always loved it just as much as I have. But she never had the opportunity that I had. And and I'm not saying that's right. And I'm not saying it's wrong. You know, back when I played, there was, um, you know, of course today, there wasn't a bunch of money in it in the football. I mean, like we wore the same jerseys from the time I was in the, a freshman in high school until I graduated. You know, we had the same two jerseys. Uh, we did get new pants. And so, there wasn't a lot of money in it, and, and now today uh, they could do it because uh, they could they can get out there with these um, fundraisers and stuff and help help uh, get the cost down for some of that stuff. And uh, these parents can get involved, uh, help these out. I'm sure they can uh, find coaches that wouldn't cost them an arm legs. It's just they don't want to. So, you know, we we need to try to probe along. I don't know how exactly myself because, like I said, I'm not a speed on social media. But if, uh, you know, we don't do our part uh, sooner or later when these older people that's been in this football stuff, women's football stuff forever are gone or they decide to get out, then, then where are we? You know, so... A lot of you young people out there <clears throat> take an issue, even if you don't care who's team you're on. You know, try to try to do something to uh, you know help your team or just help women's football in general. It don't just have to be your team, because I'm telling you, when you go to those women's football camps, and I've never been, my wife's been two or three times. When you go to those camps, and they divide you up, they might they might send. Uh, some uh, um, they might send some players down there. I might send ten players down there from my team. Well, they might divide half of them up on another team and half on another. 
And when they have that little game, I guarantee you, each set of them was wanting to win. So, you know what? You might be on a different team right now, but if you go, uh, if you're in a league and they have an all-star game, you're going to be on the same team. You go to those camps, you can be on the same team. But the biggest thing, team, is every day, I bet you, and I've never been to that camp, but I bet you, at the end of that day, they're talking about one common denominator, and that is women's football. So, you know what? Some of you girls take the initiative, take more of an initiative, and, uh, you know, run with it. Think of ideas to uh, help your team. Uh, Think of ideas to, you know, help a league, uh, anything like that. None of that stuff costs anything. You know, so, um, you know, if you know uh, people that may be able to uh, get get women started in football, like uh, I think Utah, I think they got a, a women teams out there in high school or something. Like I said, again, I'm not real sure. I just hear Jennifer talk bits and pieces of it. And uh, so, you know, that's what we need more of. I mean, that, hey, women's football has grown. It's gotten way better. Uh, just since I've been involved uh, in five years, I mean, the turnaround is unbelievable. Just since our first team, how much better everybody's got is unbelievable. So, you know, do what you can to uh, to help the sport, to help your team, to help your league. Maybe just help another player. You know, just because you ain't on the same team don't mean you can't uh, uh, work out on a, Just be able to separate it when it comes game time. And you're on your team. Uh, let's see here. Somebody wants to know what's the pros and cons coaching women and men. Well, for me, I wouldn't, you know, unless it was a high school situation, I, I wouldn't coach men. Um, I had the opportunity two or three times. I, I'm, you know what? I mean, there's, I'm sure there's plenty of women out there that. Uh, probably know more to me. A lot of them think they know more to me. Uh, but for the most part, they listen. Uh, you can show them. Uh, you get them. They're green. You can teach them the right way. Um, you know, that's that's the uh, pros of Now, the cons of it is, is just exactly when they, you know, maybe played other places or, or their husbands or their brothers or whatever. Oh, well. We didn't do it that way, and you're right. When you're in high school playing, you didn't do a lot of things the way women have to do them. You're exactly right. But the controversy of, you know, maybe those the males or females or whatever in the, their lives or relationships, and you know, can uh, can hurt you on that. Um, like I say, as far as men, and I'm, hey, look, I'm I'm the biggest football fan in the world, but uh, I've seen really good friends of mine. Um, you know, try to do some things the right way, and these guys just do everything under the sun to keep them from being successful. Now, why? I don't know. Uh, I've seen, you know, coaches go above and beyond to help them out, and the first thing they can get a chance is they throw them under the bus. You know, they're snickering behind their back. They're mouthing off where they can't hear them. Uh, that's the kind of stuff that I, I just can't tolerate. Uh, I can't deal with. I'm, I'm sure it may be that on my team or, or women's football, whatever. And and you know what? It's all fine and good as long as I don't hear about it or catch it. So, um, to me, 
that's the biggest thing. Now, you know, the the pros of coaching these men is most of them probably have played for a long time, so they have experience. Uh, so you get them in the way of, uh, um, you know, getting uh, get them together and, you, you know, maybe do something. If, if they will work together, you know, like I said, I've, I've been to the practices. I've, I've seen seen it all, and, and like I said, I had opportunities to coach them and, and, you know, just for me personally, it just ain't what I want to do, you know. When I, I said I might coach high school boys or something like that, but other than that, when I'm done, if it ain't a role like that, then when I'm done with women, then I'll just be done. So, you know, that's that's the pros and cons of both of them. As far as I'm concerned, um, you know, and it probably ain't the right answer somebody's hunting, but it's the way I see it and the way I feel and um just just ain't got no ain't got the patience or used to, you know, the want to to do it. And I've seen seen a lot of it and I've seen a lot of these men things that could be really successful. But everybody wants to be a hero. Everybody wants to be the man. Everybody's got to show out. The ball don't come to them. They're slinging their arms and throwing a big fit and all that stuff. See, man, that, that, that ain't for me. You know, we don't we don't put up that stuff. We ain't going to put up with it. And we're not trying to rule anybody. We're just trying to make everything go, get on the same page. You know, it's like a... It's like a car. If you don't have a good battery in it, it won't start. If you don't have a transmission in it, it won't go. So, you know, you can't say, well, this is more important, that's more important. Now, this is important. Now, what makes it start and what makes it go. So, you know, you got to keep things in perspective. And, and I don't think that uh, most of these men's teams do. So that's my opinion. Let's see what we got here. It says, uh, what does winning a championship mean? to help the exposure and development of your program. Well, uh, we just won one, and I'm, I'm hoping that, uh, uh, you know, it means, well, I know it means the world to me, and, and it means a lot to our players. And, uh, you know, it, it has gained us a lot of exposure. Uh, you know, there was, we filmed, uh, live streamed it, and uh, that guy does a good job, and he, uh, he got, I forget how many hits he said or whatever they call that, watch it. And he got out there a lot. And uh, a lot of people, when we set up at Recruit My Places, hey, I seen y'all on the news. I read about y'all in the paper. Didn't even know we had one of those teams. Um, you know, a little bit, I'm telling you, I tell everybody all the time, a little bit of winning goes a long way toward anything. And, you know, the ultimate goal is, is to win a championship, no matter what it is, where it is, or when. Uh, it's it, it's the best thing in the world. So, you know, winning, winning to me means everything. Now, you learn more from your failures than you do from your success. But you, winning sure cures a lot of uh, everything. Um, you know, that part of developing, you know, our program. I mean, we we finished up with 18 players last year. Uh, one, let's see, two, two with. Two of them joined late in the year. One of them with like three games left, and one of them with like six games. Uh, we done played two games, and uh, you know, getting those girls into uh, workouts and uh, off-season workouts, and we've already had a tryout. Like I said, we worked on some drills. 
and divided up and played, and uh, we're going to continue to do that, and we're going to start pad December the 30th, and, you know, hopefully we'll be developing new young players or green players, old new players, whatever you want to call it. Hopefully we'll be developing them um, into uh, in their program, you know, from winning this as, as people's got got the itch to want to play or, you know, some, I mean, for me, I, I, I don't get it. I mean, we, you get, it's, oh yeah, I want to play, I want to play, I want to play. And then they never show up. Well, you, you never really want to play anyway, because if you, if you want to play, you figure out a way to get there and you figure out a way to play. And I, I get tired of hearing that stuff. So, you know, I'm not too, like I said earlier about quitters, I'm not too fond of these people that waste my time or their time or my coach's time or my other player's time when we're out here trying to do something serious. Oh, yeah, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. Well, guess what? They never show up. And every excuse under the sun in the next year is the same way. You know, it's just like, hey, why are you wasting our time? So, um, But hopefully winning this championship will get us more exposure to players, fans, um, money people to help sponsor us out. It takes a lot of money. People don't realize it takes a lot of money to to fund a women's team for home games, playoff games, have a way for most of them to travel up and down the road. Um, you know, every little thing you get, you don't think about costs. So it costs a lot of money. And, you know, if anybody's in position to help, uh, any of these women teams out there, they, they should really do it. Uh, you know, like our team of the 501C3, it's all tax deductible. So uh, anybody, you know, that can help any team, I'm sure they can use it. Uh, a lot of these teams, I know, charge big uh, team fees, but for the most part, a lot of them don't. Just trying to keep it down so uh, players can afford to play, and our team's one of them. So, um, you know, hopefully – We'll be uh, developing new talent and, uh, you know, getting the word out there and exposure and stuff like that. So uh, you need it. Like I said, winning cures a lot of things, you know. So it don't matter how you get them. A win's a win. It don't matter if you throw it in the air a hundred times or you grind it out a half a yard or two at a time. A win is a win, believe me. I've been on, when I played on several ends of losses, so uh, I know what it means to lose. Um, so, but, uh, you know, that's my my theory on it. And, um, I'm hoping uh, we will, uh, you know, get to, get to see some of these uh, things come true with winning the championship. All right, let's see. Somebody wants to know. Well, I still coach women's football when my wife retires. Well, I guess a lot of it depends on when my wife's going to retire. I thought she was going to try to retire this year, and uh, she said she was. You know, of course, that's up to her. I ain't going to um, tell her to play or not to play. She knows what she can do. She knows what. Her body can take, and she knows, just like I said in the start of this conversation tonight, she knows what what that fire burning in her stomach feels like. I, I can't. You know, I, I know she loves to play. Um, you know, sometimes the, 
the BS outweighs the fun of it, not that anything. And um, and I know that you know that weighs a lot of has a lot of weight on her decision. But uh, you know, I'm gonna uh, I'm probably gonna quit coaching when I feel that I've left this um, team in a good position for somebody else to take over when they're when they're ready to take over. And you know, I don't. I'm not one of those guys that have to coach. I mean, there's there's, there's all kinds of things in, in uh, my life and Jennifer's life that we like to do, and and uh, you know this is one thing we do together, and and uh, we like to uh, team rope and we do that together. So you know, I'm not one of these people that oh I have to be a coach and I have to do that. I just want to be sure when when. When I do walk away, whether she's still playing or whether she ain't still playing, that's not really going to have a, a bearing on my decision. But when I walk away, I want to know that the person that I'm giving the reins to has the same thing and the same goals that I've had in mind since we started this team. Now, whether that be at the end of the year, first of the year, five years from now, I, I can't say. But that, that's when I'll know that, you know, the time is, is up for me to move on. And, uh, you know, and I'm not – look, I'm not saying I'm no great uh, coach by any stretch of means. I just know that it's taken a lot of hard work and time to get this team to where we are now as to when we started. And, uh, you know, the, my same goals and the same things that, that I set for these girls for the first time I ever seen the three of them that are still there that played from the first team is, is the same. And, you know, I've never wavered on that. And our approach, and I like to say, I, I have changed my approach some just to satisfy getting players at practice versus their jobs and this, that, and other. I mean, you know, a little bit of uh, working with these girls to uh, keep from losing some of them because of them you know, a job or, or school or whatever. You know, that, that's stuff I've learned along the way. Um, you know, that's the thing that, you know, when the, the person that's, that's going to take over for me, they, they've got to learn a lot of that along the way. And, and so, you know, that's that's when I'm going to retire is, is when, when I feel like that, that I've done what I started out to do and I set out to do. Now, I mean, we, we did – you know, when we started this team, everybody said, oh, you never do it. You never do it. You're, you're crazy. You, women don't want to play for you. Women don't want to play for somebody like you to get after them. They don't want to be challenged. They don't want to be held accountable. I heard that I don't know how many times. And you know what I told them? Well, you're right. They won't play for me because that's what it takes to play for me. And for the longest time, I thought those people were right. I'll be honest. It kept me up at night. You know, me and Jeff are talking about, hey, do we we do the right thing here, you know, because you don't have very many players. And then the season starts and you still don't have very many players. But we went eight and one. And, uh, you know, that was the – even though we lost to Memphis Legacy, which has a good football team, they were the better team. They were way more tougher than we were at the time. Um, hey, man, you go eight and one in your first year when people everywhere are telling you you won't get no team. You, you women don't want to play for you. 
you don't realize they don't like you. They don't like the things you do. They don't like you talking to them like that. They don't like you getting after them like that. And we go eight and one, and then we got team players on the other team. Well, you the only one because you was in a you didn't have a tough schedule. Well, guess what? They were on their schedule, and we beat them sixty-six to six. So. You know, give them the worst loss they had all year. So, you know what? That's what keeps me going out there. And that's, you know, the, the drive that, uh, you know, the people saying you can't do it, you can't do it. Guess what? We did it. And you know what? We're So we did accomplish our goal. We set out to start a team and to win a championship. And I said it would take us five years, and we did it three years. So, hey, um, but – I want whether whether Jennifer's playing or whether I'm coaching or what. Um, I want to be able to uh, look back and say, "Hey, this team's still going. This team's still out here playing, still out here competing." I want to be able to go watch them play on Saturdays and and know that that's what I started with me and Jennifer out there. And when all the people and new people listening. Can't imagine how many people, how many times, close friends of mine, I mean real close friends of mine, people that I've known forever, tell me, Dave, you can't do it. You cannot do it. You cannot do it. You're crazy. You can't do it. They don't respect you. They don't do this. They don't that. Why they keep saying, I don't know. I still hear it today. You know, they, they man, they don't want to play for you. Well, let them go play somewhere else. You want to play for me? We're going to win football games. That's all I can tell you because we're going to practice hard. When we practice, we're going to do it the right way. Um, I'm going to have coaches there. They're going to challenge you. They're not no yes people. They're there to coach you. They're not there to be you, buddy. Um, you know, and that's, that's the thing. That's another thing I learned about women's football. Every person on my team knows if we're not at practice or anything else, our doors always open to them. Our phones are always on for them. It don't matter if their car breaks down, if they need somewhere to stay, whatever, it don't matter. We're there to help them. But I'm going to tell you something. When practice time starts, it's time for practice. And every single one of them, including my wife, is a player. And I treat every single player probably about her a little rougher on her than anybody else. I treat them all just like they're players. People don't like that or can't respect that, then I don't know what they would respect. Uh, yeah, I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to get after you. Um, that's just the way it is. And those, a lot of those people, right, there was a lot of players that didn't like it, and a lot of them quit. I bet you all of them quit now thinking back, boy, I wish I'd have stayed. Well, guess what? It's too late. We done moved on without you. You won't win without me. Well, look, we won or lost with or without you. You know, and that's that's the way I uh, way I see it. That's the way I like to uh, do things. Um, so, you know, if you're out here starting a new team, Lauren, just you know, that's I, I, all the information I can give you. Uh, this other coach, you know. What keeps you girl from being burned out? I, you know, you know your players better than I know them, but um, you might have to mix some things up and try some things different. And uh, but I can tell you, do not give in to what you believe is right, no matter what. If you're an owner, if you're a coach, um, 
whatever the case may be, um, hold your foot to the fire. Hold your players foot to the fire. Make them be accountable. If it ain't nothing but the smallest of things, make them be accountable. Um, to their self, to their team. You know, some of these girls can't even be held accountable to their self. So, um, you know, be be accountable. Um, I, I did uh, mention the Carolina Queens. If anybody else out there would like to join the USWFL, uh, the website is uswfl.net, uh, the Tri-City Thunder, if you want to come play for us. Um, you're going to get the things I've just been talking about this whole hour. Uh, whether you like them or not, you're going to get them if you come play for us. Uh, that website is tricitystunder.com. Uh, the Facebook page for the USWFL is USWFL Football League. And uh, the Facebook for the uh, Tri-Cities Thunder is Tri-Cities Thunder, Thunder Women's Football. Um, you know, if you're in the, in the Sacramento area, uh, the Sirens are going to have a tryout, another tryout on October 7th. Go check them out. Anywhere, you know, no matter what area you live in, if you contact us, we can probably find you a team somewhere close, what not to go try out for, uh, to go get on. Uh, hey, if you live, no matter where you live, go, if you want to play, go play. Don't just stand there and uh, wish you had it and uh, the time passes by. But, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, um, Everybody will come together and uh, help help women's football as much as they can. If we're going to keep it growing, it's going to take everybody. I promise you, one person cannot do it. It's strength is in numbers, and uh, we got to keep a level head. You know that's why I do do this show every Tuesday night just to talk about women's football and some great ideas and get some people on there with interesting questions and have some special guests at times and. Uh, Talk about it. I want to see it grow. Shoot, I, I I really do. I mean, I'd like to see. There's a there's a team uh, right now. We live in Northeast Tennessee. There's a team in Knoxville. There's two teams in Chattanooga. There's a one in Nashville, one in Clarksville, uh, one in Memphis. You know, and there's seven seven or eight teams, and there's only going to be like three of us in the same league. You know, we can all be helping each other out with travel and games and all that, but we can't find a common denominator to get along enough to do it. Um, you know, and well, I guess I'm the bad apple in the bunch that keeps them from it. But, uh, you know, I've reached out to them two or three times to, to uh, try to, you know, have, have scrimmages and games, and, uh, you know, that's all I can do. But uh, eventually, I'm telling you, it's going to have to be. Uh, because that's a lot of travel that we could avoid, that they could avoid, that all these other teams could avoid. Is it was, we're going to have to have parity and unity in these cities. You know, I mean, it would be like uh, Lauren here. I mean, I don't know what league she's going to join, but, you know, she played for Fayetteville, and uh, she wants to start her own team. And, you know, I'm sure she's going to be close to that team. It'd be crazy for her not to get try to get in the same league. I mean, it's all about women's football. I mean, sure, it's going to be probably rough for for a year or two. Uh, but, hey, you know, let's let's help each other out. Um, she, It's all about travel. If I can uh, play every game in a couple of hours of our house, then, then that may get me more players because, of the, you know, the being gone so much, uh, girls couldn't play 
vice like versa, that's ever came. So, you know, it, it is all about winning football in the end. And, you know, that was my whole topic tonight. And uh, I hope everybody enjoyed it and uh, enjoyed the questions. And uh, I sure enjoy getting on there every Tuesday night, rambling on, and, uh, just having a good time. I know I'm not the most proper talking person in the world, but uh, hey, it, uh, it is what it is, and we just uh, like getting on here talking about football. I mean, I'm I'm down here in Florida working right now and uh, helping out this uh, cleanup stuff, and, and these guys are helping me. You know, I've just been in, uh, getting them tuned in to women's football. They didn't even know it existed, you know. Some of them live in South Carolina. One of them lives in Virginia. And we spend a lot of time during the day. Hey, man, you talk to your wife. Y'all got any new players? What's that website? I want to get on there and check out your team. And you know, so hey, we're we're gaining a little bit of ground. You know, we're talking about it, and we like to talk about it. Um, we usually put out. I usually put out a little blog on Thursday uh, called the Coach's Corner. I've actually got my assistant coach, Mike Wallace, uh, right in that corner while I'm out of town here. Uh, we ain't had a whole lot of time to do much of anything but work. And uh, so, but, you know, working out of town somehow revolves into women's football. You know, around my house, it don't matter where you're at or what you're doing. It turns into women's football somehow. So it is intriguing. Everybody, Everybody's intrigued by it. They uh, a lot of times don't would like to do more, don't know, I think, how to talk or say they would like to do more, but they're always interested in it. You know, hey, when you do this, when you do that, you know, we won. I start uh, hearing from people I hadn't heard from in years, congratulate us on winning the championship. And, you know, then uh, uh, see people that haven't seen in years again know we've taken over the USWFL. So uh, we're we're doing our part. Um, I wish everybody else would just dig a little deeper and do their part. Um, and we're all, like I said, we're all in this together. So uh, I'm going to help all the teams out west that I can and all the teams back east that I can. And, uh, and in between, and uh, and we're gonna have a have some good football this year, and I'm sure that's gonna be said for every single league. And you know what? For me to say, well, I hope that league fails, that that's crazy. You know, now I know their some of their ideas and mine ain't the same. Probably never will be. But for me to hope they fail would be crazy because I'm I'm in it you know in the same business that they're in and that's uh, that's women's football so if you know if I would want them to fail I'd be cut my nose off spot my face so you know now I'm not saying I wish that uh, we could get along better to help it would be a better thing but uh, you know sometimes it just takes a long time and may never happen but um, that's what we can all hope for but. Uh, well, I appreciate everybody listening tonight. Like I said, I want to thank J.C. Hall Sports Network for giving us the opportunity to get on here every Tuesday night and ramble. And like I said, tonight was the 10th week of the show. And I never dreamed that I'd be doing it that long or even doing a period. So uh, thanks for everybody that's listened and uh, called in or, uh, or questions or whatever you do on there to to get them here, and uh, I appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk to you next Tuesday night. Thank you.